going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Kai. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. So we took a week out to mourn our respective clubs in their shit forms. But we're back again and nothing's changed for most of us, at least. I mean, welcome back to episode 50, 52? 52, man. 52 yeah, man. What of the Bar Podcast. I'm your host with the most rapping Drew, of course, and my chest is tight. <laughs> <laughs> How are we doing, guys? Good. Hey, we're active, man. I've got some good on. news from Bojo, man. So I'm happy right yeah, now. People yeah, people smiling yeah, right now. I'm hearing stadiums are open as well. From when? May or June as well? Yeah, the last game. 6,000 fans. So they're saying uh, large, large venues or like footballing or sporting venues, sorry, it's 17th of May they're looking mm-hmm. to. So mm-hmm. look at the Premier League schedule that could fit in for the last game of the weekend. Yeah. But also, bigger picture... The Euros, baby, baby, ten thousand yeah. people too, isn't it? And 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 I, I saw I saw a thing where the UK are uh, proposing to host the whole tournament themselves. Yeah, yeah, because we've already got the semis in the Ooh. final, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Pitching, man. I, I think we need to play like stay in our lane slightly, innit? and just focus on getting Wait, the country. This has always been this has always been the argument with Euros. Why was it multiple countries? Obviously, it's, it's happened yeah. at the worst time in this coronavirus, but. Um, if England, we've got the capabilities to host a tournament. So, and like Jake said, the semi-final and final are going to be at Wembley. So I don't know, man. You man ain't even in the EU anymore, man. So <laughs> shouldn't even be hosting. <laughs> shouldn't should even be in it. But anyways, um, talking about the EU, let's start with the European games then. As soon as obviously that like, the Champions League and the Europa League has resumed again, and despite some of our clubs that we support picked up some sort of results, um, one particular battle kept people occupied. Um, let me go with Tabo, as he's specifically excited about this. Mbappe dropped a hat-trick on Messi's head-top, and Haaland scored two goals as both of their teams went out as comfy winners in their round of 16 openers. Like, how good are these players? How good can they be? Man, it was just, it was it was beautiful to watch. Um, obviously, you know, I'm a Messi, I'm a big Messi fan, but um, I think, man, the, 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 the old heads have run their uh, course now, and it's time to obviously pass the the baton stick on and Mbappe and Haaland literally took it on um, amazing. Like uh, both days, I think Ronaldo and Messi were playing and um, Mbappe obviously did it in front of the new camp, hat trick. Great lot. The, the, the last finish was top, top draw. Yeah, man. Um, and obviously Haaland uh, came out the next day and said he was motivated by Mbappe. So, you know, he's building a little rivalry there. So, Safe to say football is in safe hands going forward, man. Mm. I'm really excited. I think it's got everyone talking as well, as we've seen literally yeah. last week. People are generally excited. What do what do the others think? I see how my man was trying to slip Ronaldo in there, you know, just because Messi's finished, isn't it? Like, <laughs> there's, there's no need. Oh, no, no. There's still, there's still a second shame. leg, my bro, isn't it? So bro, Ju- Juve are still in right, there. One scored, one didn't, Brother. man. Let's keep it moving. Okay, one going out, one moving. So, so, when it's Ronaldo, it's Ronaldo. Is this what we're talking about? Ronaldo's scoring penalties is an issue, but when Messi scores penalties, it's not. man see it. man see it. Choice chooses violence all the time. I was just stating. I know, man. Like, it's every day. I don't know why you brought Ronaldo into it, but anyway, man, we digress. <laughs> we digress, man. Yeah, man. Right. Mbappe, next up, man. Just my goat, my new goat. All right, man. Let's go to press, man. Car United have done good business in Europa League as well, beating Sochi at four nil. Mm-hmm. Uh, you currently sit somewhat comfy in the top four. So, is yeah. winning the Europa League important for you or for United as a whole? Do you think? I think is this is something that we've kind of discussed. Me and Char have discussed it in length as well. This just this um. This tournament uh, hex we seem to have over ourselves at the moment, um, where we've been to like four semi-finals, I think, and we've come up uh, empty-handed in in all four. So I think from from like a tournament perspective, it will be nice to kind of overcome that and and go all the way in the Europa League and and, and win it. I mean, obviously we've won we've won the trophy. Um, I think it was 2017 is when we won the trophy. Um, so we we know. You know, we know what, what it, it takes, takes. Yeah, we know what it takes to get there. But I feel like, um, you know, under Ole, we we've we've had too many nearly moments uh, in tournaments. So yeah, we need to we need to follow through and go all the way, man. 
a manager that knows what it takes that took United there last time to the promised land, so to speak, is uh, Mourinho. And um, Spurs did good business as well, right? Strizza? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Belly um, on the score sheet got an assist as well. Um, it's a result that we expected to to get, the, and it's good because obviously you know winning four one and having the four away goals, you can rest them for the for the next leg. So, uh, yeah, routine win. But for me, I've, I've been thinking a lot about the Europa League the last week or so. Maybe it's it's due to our poor league form, but I'm starting to think that might be the only realistic chance of us winning anything this year. And, and uh, realistic, as in, like, you think, like, it can be done with all the teams. Yeah, play. I think it can be done. I, I'm looking at City and I'm thinking the Carabao final is done. Like, we're not winning that. So I'm looking at it and I'm thinking the Europa is not only our best chance of obviously getting in the Champions League next year, but of winning a trophy. So I, I can really see us focusing on that more mm. from now to the end of the season and starting to, like, depending on who we get in the next round, that's me obviously assuming we're going to go through. Um, starting to focus on that more because our league form has just gone out the window completely. Yeah, man. Tournament football, man. Anything can happen. And um, in the same Europa League, Arsenal drop. Would you would you say drop points, Monya? Or yes, drop points. Benfica, man. Yeah. So as you man heard me on the day, my frustrations. We should have killed off the game. Um, Aubameyang misses absolutely a sitter. Um, <laughs> If we score that, we, we 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 probably get two more. And of course, when we don't score, the teams will will hurt us. And Benfica got a penalty. Then luckily we got a goal back straight after. But we should have got at least three goals. Now, <laughs> I am even trying to, you know, just I don't know, like because I know you know we jump at me when I say this, but I've got a good feeling we're going to be out come Thursday Ooh. because just knowing my club, people are saying, "Oh, you got the way goal." I mean, we're still Arsenal, we leak. And I've seen this story too many times, man. Olympiacos last year hurt me. Um, boy, I would not be surprised if Benfica leave as winners in this tie. Just just sums up our season, honestly. So for mm-hmm. our listeners, check us next Sunday. All right. <laughs> I'm done. Right. Say no more, man. All right, Kens. Um, obviously, our beloved Liverpool has made a great, good start in the Champions League uh, um, round of 16 tie versus Leipzig. 2-0 away win. I mean, does, does Leipzig represent a genuine test for us in this competition? Meaning that if we, if, we go, if we get through Leipzig, does that mean that we have a genuine chance of winning this trophy or is this just... You get me? Any, any I, other... I, I, I think so. Um... I think in the was it the first leg or the first group game against United when they played them they got battered and then turned up in the second one so they're a formidable side but inconsistent as always of you don't know which Leipzig you're going to get but they're, they're second in Bundesliga man so they're not to be shunned at they they came into this game I think basically what won five of their last six in in Bundesliga in great form scoring goals keeping clean sheets so. It's a, almost a perfect away job. Two now, clean sheet. Um, Mo and Mane on the score sheet. So, yeah, I think if we if we get through these, I think realistically, there's only like two sides we should fear: City and Bayern. Everyone else, yeah, we shouldn't fear anyone else. To be honest, can do them. Yeah, yeah. same is. All right, um, let's get with the shits then, man. Um, I'm gonna go to Chelsea first. After a 2-0 home win v Newcastle, Chelsea travelled to Southampton hoping to collect another three points. Game eventually ended in a 1-0 draw after a Mason Mount penalty got cancelled out by Minamino's opener. Sorry, um, Mason Mount penalty cancelled out Minamino's opener. My apologies. So, uh, Jake, obviously at the start of the game, you were expecting three points in this game, but in the end, you came away with a point. Was this a fair result, looking at the game in hindsight? or Yeah, yeah, definitely a fair result. Um, Chelsea were boring. But it was a boring game. Like, we had all the ball and did nothing with it it was I mean everyone was talking about afterwards the fact that Tammy and Cho got absolutely dragged that that was the the most entertaining part of it the goal for Southampton was some awful defending yeah Kante gets caught in absolutely no man's land and then Zuma just decides he doesn't need to look after Minamino great finish by Minamino mind like that is for a man that hasn't played a lot to have the confidence to fake out the defender and the keeper and then outside foot 
fair play to him. Like that that's was a great goal, man. You better sit back down. What you mean? That's why he told you to lend you, man. <laughs> he told you to sit back down. Then he repeated it for good measure. Um, but yeah, like like I said, the biggest headline was the fact that Tammy got dragged at half time because again, he did absolutely nothing. I don't think I heard his name once or before he did one meaningful contribution. Then Hudson Adoy gets dragged after half an hour being on. I thought that was unfair, if I'm honest. Like, Interesting comments from your manager as well as to why he did it. Yeah, I, I think it's unfair, but I don't mind him doing it for that reason. Because essentially, for those who didn't see it, he said that it was a lack of effort. It wasn't a case of, oh, we made some mistakes and he was just having a bad game. It was a case of 2-2, Cal. We thought, well, you're not putting in what's required of you, especially, I think you mentioned specifically counter-pressing. Mm. And uh, like that, to me, screams early Mourinho. Not the Mourinho second time round, where like we've like the United fans have seen it, the Spurs fans are now seeing it. He just goes after players. Mm. But at, when he was first at Chelsea, he did that. And it was a sense of accountability, not a sense of, I'm targeting you because I don't like you. It's a sense of you're not doing the bare minimum, which is putting in your effort. If you can't put but, in your effort, I'm not going to play. But did, did you agree with him? Because I watched I watched the last 10 minutes of when, or 20 or whatever, when, when Cho came in. And I, I didn't think he was that bad, especially in an attacking sense. But, yeah, I, I, I don't agree with it, to be honest. But, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't mind doing it if it's for that reason. If that's what he's seeing, then fair enough. Like, I don't agree with it, but... At least he's at least he's explaining it as well. He's not hiding behind it. Mm. And he said at the end of the quote, like at the end of the day, it's not gonna fit it's not gonna affect him going on. He did his mm. press conference today and he was hinting that Hudson's always gonna start. So I think it's just a case of, especially for a young player with like Hudson Adoy, who I think is extremely talented. I know others don't think as much as me, as we saw in our clubhouse debate. <laughs> but I like I, he needs to be held accountable. And I think that's a good lesson for him in the sense that you see someone like Mason Mount, who is playing week in, week out, is one of our best players. And the first thing you look at him is he is effort. He will mm. constantly press. He'll constantly ask for the ball. And that's the reason he doesn't get subbed off. So maybe it's just a case of a uh, slap on the wrist. This is what you need to be doing. Otherwise, I will pull you. I'm not going to hesitate. Yeah. So like I say, I don't mind it at all. If he's going to put down his foot, he's going to do it the right way. Let's see if it's a positive reaction out of the player. Monia, what do you think about it? Like, I know that um, bringing a player on, they're subbing them off, it's an unwritten rule. Um, it's not illegal, but it's like, basically, you, you don't do that. But what do you think of that premise? Like, Man, I mean, for someone that, obviously, I play football, not obviously not as high level as these guys, it, it will pay me, man. Like, that's painful. Fair play to Callum. Like, he walked off, didn't, you know, kick off or anything. That is so destroying. Um, I know yeah. one of my managers as well, itching. funny enough, in the group chat, as, as this happened, messaged him, said, oh, would you ever do that? And he goes, not a choice. Only out of injury, he said. But mm. he, he wouldn't want to do that. So, obviously, as Jake said there, his tush has come out and given his reasons. But, ah, oh, man, I feel for Callum and I just hope he gets He's lucky there was no fans, man. Yeah, then, then, it, then it's tight him, that walk of shame him, yeah, yeah. it would have made him burn man <laughs> yeah you're right yeah mm. good thing there's no fans but you know like Jake said we'll see a, hopefully we we'll see a reaction from him um, a positive one of course um, as some people may say this could end him but no I don't think it will but we just we just don't want to see the reaction he's, he's a young kid he's growing up this is definitely something he will learn from yeah mm. personally yeah I think Tuchel's violating because do you think he's doing that to Neymar or Mbappe at PSG? Mm, you know what happened when you took Mbappe off. You yeah, might know. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, but the difference is like to, to bring him on and take him off. Like mm. just, just take, not letting the man do the full 90 enough. Like, it's like, well, why are you taking me off? So I don't yeah. know. Like I do feel bad for him, but look, it can happen. Look at Moise Keane. Happened to him and he's gone yeah. on to do whatever he's done at PSG. So sometimes it can help turn your career around. But hey, then, at the same Ferguson, man, who did that to Moise King? Who, who is he, man? Who is he to do that? Who is he to do that? But I was going to say, Tuchel, like, don't you think, from what I've been seeing, certainly with this Chelsea group of players, he's quite a touchy-feely type manager where he, he, like, you know, he's on the pitch after the game, hugging his players, rubbing their heads, smiling in their face, right, right, right. like, do you, do you feel like doing these sort of, what's that? 
Do you think it's an act though? Yeah, yeah. I hope it's not, but I think he's learned from PSG in the sense that, because I was reading up on it when he first moved and he fell out of PSG because it was the politics of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he dealt well with Mbappe and Neymar and the big egos that that PSG dressing room ultimately has. And I think it's he's almost looking forward to, because coming to Chelsea, like you think of the big egos, you've got Jorginho, Azpilicueta, Rudiger, maybe Silva to a degree, but you haven't got someone like Neymar and Mbappe that demand the ball, demand the system be made around them, especially offensively. Mm. So, but then... Did you, did, oh, did you man not see him at Dortmund? It was exactly the same. Like, that's the type of manager he was. That's why he replaced Klopp, if, if people actually remember. So, I think this is him. If that's, this is his natural, almost, environment of where I think he sees himself in this group of players as not a step down to to what PSG um, dressing room was, but it's definitely not as hostile and as tough. And it's almost now he can he can relax, he can breathe and he can be himself. Mm. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, so, Jake, um, you're back again um, in the round of 16 against Atletico Madrid. And okay. then you've got Man- Manchester United visiting the bridge. Oof. How do you fancy your chances this week, mate? I feel like it's going to be a tough one because... It is going to be very much like I know Atletico have obviously improved massively this season, and they've been a lot more offensive. Like you think of um, Simeone's Atletico, you think they are just going to put two banks of four and even the two strikers behind the ball and make you break them down. And um, I don't think it'll be as bad as that. But they're just going to let us have the ball. They will let us have the ball all day, and as soon as we lose it, they'll counter us with like Jao Felix and a reborn Suarez. So. I could pro- if we lose two one, I'd be happy with that, getting that away goal. Mm. But I I think I could easily see a two 0 against Atletico. I think there is going to be a golf of talent. I know they're missing a couple of key players, like they've grown to really rely on Trippier and Carrasco at the wing backs this season, and they're both out. I think Jimenez is out as well. But when you've got Oblak in goal, you've got Jao Felix and Luis Suarez playing the way they are. You've got Koke running the midfield. Yeah, I'm not confident with that game, especially going... Well, it's Bucharest, not Af- we're not going to Atletico, so that might make oh, it yeah. easier that we're both having to travel. But yeah, I'm not I'm not too confident on that. I think we probably will lose that game. It will it will look close, but it will just be a case of like us having the ball and not really doing anything with it, in my view. What about United? You, you, <laughs> I don't know with that United game. Like, obviously... Car and Prez can speak to a little bit more as well, but I really don't know what to expect from that game. Obviously, United are still very much in top four race. They're probably nailed on to get top four. They Recently, they've still looked good, not great, in mm. my view. It'll be an interesting game to see for sure, especially how we line up. Like, Do we like do we keep on with three at the back, probably? Do United change their system for that, or do they still stick with theirs? It's going to be an interesting game, especially personnel-wise, because I think if we play Jorginho and Kovacic, that midfield is going to get run over by United's midfield. It's also two shells' um, first big test in the yeah. league, right? Yeah. yeah so this, this is the this is the start of his gauntlet, and you know the South Hang Africa- on a second. Did you say what? So Tottenham was in a test? No. Well, the way they played it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I about that, to be honest. <laughs> Jesus, I forgot, man. But I swear, but did he, he beat you guys? Didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, obviously, you know. Minutes, but um, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. It's it like this. This is his gauntlet. This is where to go. He's had his honeymoon period now. He's he's got his results in a row. This is where now it is a case of has what he done has what he done. Sorry, actually worked, or is it a case of we just like revert to the mean now and that new manager bounce fades away as the games get really tough? Yeah. Mm. All right. Cheers for that. Let's move over to my um, beloved Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, like I said, my chest tight, my head kettled, shaky uh, fist. I'm hearing no bass from your All voice. of that. <laughs> at least Ked is here now to take, to take some. <laughs> After the 3-1 drumming v Leicester, we had a home game v Everton, the Merseyside derby. One of the few derbies in the world that are notoriously one-sided. Yet, yeah. Everton succumbed us to our fourth home loss in a row. Kenna, so you have, as of recent, been a big advocate for the resignation of Jurgen Klopp after this season. What exactly about this season and its struggles do you attribute to him? 
Honestly, I think I think it's a large percent of where I think one percent. I was one of the advocates early doors about um, the injuries affecting us, and then it stopped affecting us, and then it's kind of affected us, and then not. So I'm, I'm always split, to be fair. To you, just thinking about it in that way, but I think the way he almost sets us up slash the inability to make us more flexible slash predictable has to be pointed down to him of where I think the best example is the West Ham game of where over the five years he's been in charge of Liverpool. I think that's the only game I can recall him not playing a 4-3-3 or 4-2-3-1. And we won the game. That was probably one of our better games. And then since that game, he's just reverted back to our standard 4-3-3, which we've just looked awful. The last six, seven weeks, absolutely terrible of where we don't look like we're going to score one goal, never mind two. So as soon as we go one nil down, you've got next to no, next to no hope. Um, we didn't press well against Everton. We didn't have the energy. Uh, Trent um, Robertson don't look the same. Um, in midfield, a look lackluster. Firmino Mane look lackluster. Um, if Salah doesn't turn up, we're genuinely finished. Like, I think I've been saying that for a couple of weeks now. Uh, where Thiago? Genuinely. No, but he's been like that. Like, well, for that? the past Steven? six weeks. Thiago, I was wondering what he thought about it. Who's Thiago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny. Um, <laughs> 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 nah, it's, just, it's, it's just horrid. Like, from the, the players take, obviously, the, the other 50%, but I think Klopp genuinely has to take a lot on his shoulder of where... It, there's, do you know there's points of where if you go to a manager he, he hasn't helped himself and I don't think Klopp has helped himself for a lot of time so does yeah. any neutral does any neutral agree with that so can can I, I explain that like how wait, Klopp hasn't helped himself I, I've actually got a question sorry Tybo because you're saying like Kenneth Robinson and, and um, Trent don't look interested or whatever like what's what's made them like what's changed like there's no politics happening at your club they're mm-hmm. happy like what's what's, what's happened but then that's where you got to look at the manager of where, how do you get to a position of where you've had two of the best le- fullbacks in world football and they look a shadow on themselves, especially Trent more than anything. Trent, he, he just looks clueless. I think I said it after, what was that game? Was it Burnley where he lost, lost the ball 38 times or something? You can't allow a, 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 your, your player to, to lose the ball 38 times and not, be, um, and not coach him or support him in any sort of way. So, he has to take half the blame, but yeah, you we, we just look say, awful. Bro. We look awful. I Class, just hate watching us. Um, I hate watching us. You know what they say: um, form is temporary, class is permanent. I'm just nah, waiting to nah, see nah, what nah, the, nah, 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 nah. when the latter comes in. Do you know that's funny because we've had these discussions a lot, chat, especially with you, of where you say our quality will show. And for for a while, I've been saying, bro, I look at this side and I have no faith. Like it doesn't look like we're gonna play well and if we do play well it's moments of magic by more like more than anyone Salah if Salah doesn't turn up there's nothing literally nothing so 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 uh, flop out yeah in a nutshell bro I've been saying it for a minute so up until that changes because look at it I've been judging a lot of other clubs this harshly so I'm gonna judge my club in the exact same manner of where I was laughing at Oli at the beginning of the season. I was laughing at Lampard. I was laughing at Mourinho. I was saying, yo, if these men don't get top four, they should be out. So when I do that to my own club, people are saying I'm, I'm overreacting or I'm overfit. Bro, that, that's the sport we're in. It's a, it's a results-driven business. There's no time for emotions. There's not, you say your thank yous, you move on because we, especially the way um, Liverpool set up as a business model, bro, we can't afford to be out of the Champions League. We cannot, because if we're out of the Champions League, let's say next ah, season, peak. it might take two, three years to recover. That, that's, it's as simple as that. So, yeah. All right, let me go, let me go to Char. I don't really want to ask him this, but... Trust. <laughs> 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 so, obviously, Project Back to Back has been laid to rest. So, now we are focusing on Project Top 4 for this season. Do you think that this is something Liverpool can still achieve? Or, I know we've had a few conversations about this, or do you think, like, West Ham are too far away. The other teams around us are too far away. Or you don't feel like Liverpool are just not going to pick up any more points um, to make the top four? I'm, I'm a bit torn on this. I think I'm... On one hand, I, I look at Liverpool and you're still within the top four best teams in the league. You, you, that doesn't change after a few game, bad games. Obviously, not, it's not been a few. It's been, it's been a little while now. However, 
I've seen this story before where a team starts losing a few games, a few question marks come in around um, their manager um, and their form doesn't pick up in the same season. So mm. I would not actually... <laughs> I, I, I laugh because I'm thinking about it compared to where I was at the beginning of the season. I would not be surprised if Liverpool did not make top four the season just because I feel like you're, you're, you potentially could be so stuck in your rut. Um, you're going to prioritise the Champions League Every 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 time you go forward, obviously, I generally think Klopp might look at it and think our best chance of winning it after one point, our best chance of getting Champions League is by winning it again. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, man. I wouldn't be surprised. So then, who's to blame? Let's say if if we don't make top four and then we don't win the Champions League, then Definitely it's Klopp. Klopp. Definitely then it's Klopp. Klopp. Yeah, of course. The, 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 to be fair, I think Klopp is to blame for a lot more than just 50% because in in previous time the best managers uh, I have to give him the context you have to give him the benefit of the, the injury context let him land let him land the best managers that we compare him to um, in history um, don't get me wrong you guys your, your injury list is substantial I'll give you that but they adapt for example when I watch Liverpool now you, you're playing on the halfway line with Nat Phillips and and Quebec. and I'm thinking like, do, do you man still think you got Van Dijk and stuff like? It's not you're not adapting like, and I'm watching them. I'm just thinking it's almost like he's going there thinking that you're still the Liverpool of old just because they all train together. You're not you're not adapting to the players that you have available. I mean, I think that's where the buck stops at Klopp in it because he's almost too set in his ways. And the best managers have adapted. Look at what Pep's doing now with Gundogan. Do you know what I mean? So like, point, I think man. yeah. That, that I think the the, the, the yeah the, the battle stops at stops at clock a lot more than what the fifty percent that Ken I mentioned. Calm, uh, Ken. So our next game will be away to Sheffield United, bottom of the table. L, bro. Facts. Wake up, brother. <laughs> oh, what, what's he called? Magolo to turn up. Oh, oh bro. If he scores he against he us, yeah, game. he loves a big game. <laughs> So what else? Nah, like that? No, 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 no. Honestly, <laughs> if we do not get a win, literally, like, I'll be like, what? who, who is the um, troops, man? I'll get the helicopter. I'll get the banner. When the full all, up, yeah. all I ask for you is that you pull up and you make sure that the injections are ready, boy. Can't <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Let me move on, man. Because obviously, much like Liverpool, Spurs are also in dreadful form. Uh, they picked up points in Europa League, however, but lost to last City last week. And lost again in a London derby, this time to West Ham United. Game ended 2-1. Results aside, Strizza. Performance-wise, that was much better from Spurs, but also especially from Gareth Bale, who looked nice and sharp. Um, well, can you tell me more about that, especially in the West Ham game? So, yeah, another L. Uh, in a game that I really wanted to win, man. I hate West Ham. It's like a cup final for them, man. So, to lose, that's always painful. Um but it just started from the first five minutes. Like the the defending of late has been, I, I can't even explain it. Like not even Sunday league. Like it's, it's a common thing in football. When the ball goes back, you step. But for some reason, our defensive line keeps dropping and the first goal is embarrassing. And then you're already, if you go one nil down against West Ham, you're already facing an uphill battle from there because they defend quite well. And they're obviously in good form as well. Um, to be fair, Jose switched up at half-time, took off Lamella, who was playing all right, to be fair, but he was booked. And Bell came on. Um, and within two minutes of the second half, we're 2-0 down. Again, comical defending. And like it's almost like, okay, cool. We've made the subs to, to try and influence the game. We brought on Doki as well, who again was poor. Um, but now we've got to find at least two goals to draw, three, ga- three goals to win the game. Um we did manage to get an equaliser. Obviously, Bell got the assist, a good header from Lucas Moura, and we did start to pepper them towards the end. Last 20 minutes, we should have really got a draw out of the game. We didn't, but we did look a lot more better in the final third. But once again, and it's been like this for the last few few weeks, months even, we're just defending so badly. And I, I don't know why. It's almost like we can't, we, we either defend and then can't attack, or we attack and we can't defend. We just haven't got the balance right. And... I honestly feel part of it is the personnel. Like, why does he persist on playing Sanchez? 
Alderweireld is our best defender, so play him. Um, it's a big plus to have Regulon back, but if we keep leaking goals the way we have been, it doesn't matter about you know Bell obviously having a having a better impact on the team when he came on, and having Kane back or whatever because we're going to need to score three goals to win every game you play. All right, toast. Um, Mourinho got questioned about his tactics in his press conference. Uh, they, they were saying that maybe he should try to switch it up. He rubbished these claims by saying, and I quote, my methods are second to nobody. I'm thinking he's suggesting that in his mind, he still feels he's the best coach in the world. What, what do you make of these comments from Mourinho? <laughs> um, I feel like the... The Mourinho magic has kind of like disintegrated a little bit, if I'm honest. Um, it's, it's, it's a difficult one because I was definitely uh, one of the fans that was saying when Mourinho went to Tottenham that, you know what, it's all going to come together. Like he's going to take them just that step further than Pochettino, you know? And Bro. to be honest, at the start, I mean, based on winning, do you understand? Because, accolades, like, yeah. I feel like accolades, you understand? Because obviously Poch set the foundations, but Mourinho has won everywhere he's gone. I mean, like, like do you know what I mean? He even got that horrible United team second in the league that time, innit? So Mourinho's done miracles, innit? Put it that it's way. It's the perfect job for him as well, man. But Yeah, I think so. As of like November, when I remember when City and Spurs played at, um, um, at the White Hart Lane Stadium, Spurs, I think they were top of the league. They put City to the sword and I thought, you know what, Spurs are about to kick on here. But if I'm honest, it's just been an absolute disaster class since then. It doesn't really look like the players are responding to him. It doesn't also look like the masterclasses that he is so well known for setting out his teams to play. They're just not, the players don't either seem capable or they're unable to kind of just produce it. So I mean, obviously, some blame has to fall on the manager. I mean, Tottenham do have a capable squad, but if I'm honest, man, the the Mourinho magic has died, man. Yeah, Toast, you see what's funny about that? I mean, we did uh, kind of touch on this uh, subject uh, earlier on in the season. I think it was after the 2-0 win um, Tottenham had at City and then um, against us almost that, you know, they, they, they didn't mind sitting back and letting Kane and, so, uh, and Son do the work. But it was all the other games that I think it was Kenna as well. He kind of questioned and said, you can't play the whole season like that. We understand in the big games and those were the masterclasses he pulled off. But against Brighton, against whoever, he should be going for the wins. And I feel like now... Unsustainable football, man. Unsustainable. And I feel like now the players when they started losing those small games, that's where he kind of lost them. Because I believe that Spurs were believing they could actually do it at that point when we when we addressed how they were playing. But then when they start to lose, even with the way that man is setting them up for the smaller games, then, you know, he loses the dressing room and then the belief goes and then, yeah, everything goes back to, to I think, shit. I think a part of it is... I think people need to start realising that the Premier League isn't what... Well, Jose needs to realise the Premier League isn't what it was when he was doing Jose masterclasses. Like, you can go to Brighton, West Ham, like teams that are seen as the inferior teams, and they will out-football you. Cash. Like, yeah. they, they, will part, they will keep the ball for 60% of the time. Like, And I think he's, he's almost relying on the star quality way too much than what he was doing before. Like, and I just think, he, yeah, he's... It's, he hasn't got the players to do it, and yeah, like, but, yeah. Like, I've to say, yeah. A part of it is the players. He hasn't got the players to do. He what hasn't he got the players. Do. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? That's, it's another good point. It's another good point. I feel, I feel for him at the can't moment. I'll be honest. Obviously, you you know my my stance on Jose it hasn't changed. Yeah, he's in to win a trophy. If not, off you go. However, in recent weeks, it's been defensive errors after defensive errors. I'm talking about them. Yeah. Like I can't I can't be at Jose for. Poor defending in the FA Cup, conceding five goals. Like uh, we let the shackles a bit loose, and we and we go forward and we attack, and then the defense just says, "Yeah, come." Larice starts throwing it into his net. Like the individual errors that we've been doing week in week out, I can't blame Jose for that. If anything, it's justified that he's defensive minded. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Maybe no, I agree. maybe that's why. Like I'm I'm looking at it from a different point of view as a Spurs fan. I'm thinking, well, maybe he's been playing this way because. He realizes that yo, the defense is dead. Like this is why we need we wanted to get Skriniar and we wanted to get a center back. Okay, we ended up with Roden, but he was never gonna come in and play week in, week out. The only thing I can I can say or comment on is the fact he's not playing our best center back. 
That's the only thing mm. I can get onto him about. But in terms of the individual errors, I can't blame him. All right, the can't. defense absolutely stinks, man. Right. Awful. So you have a return leg v Wolfsburger again this Thursday, and then a home game v Burnley. Surely that's a round of sixteen entry and a three pointer for you, man. Or hundred percent, man. Has to be. Has to be. Wolfsburger. Let's be real. Is wrapped up. Four away goals. You got the second leg at home. Just like obviously rest up Kane, rest up Son, and play Vinicius and them, man. And then Burnley at home, three points, nothing less. We we ain't won. When was the last time we won? Was it West Brom? And even that weren't convincing. We had to call call Harry Kane off the A and E table to get him <laughs> to get a win. Um, yeah, nah, nothing but a win, man, against Burnley. I'm sorry. Like, if we don't win that, then serious questions have got to start being asked. Mad. Let's move over to your neighbours then. Well, Arsenal, they, last week, they picked up all three points, three leads at home, and then welcome City at the Emirates, which ended in a um, in a 1-0 loss eventually. Uh, Shalom, obviously, scoreline-wise, it looked like a close game, but in reality, it was, again, men versus boys. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's a very interesting way you put it. It's clearly City are just the best team in the league. Um, I think the game... Um, on Sunday wasn't necessarily as to Arsenal beating City, but more to judge where Arsenal are as a team. And you're playing against the best, so you either step up or you don't. But the problem is that when you play against City, they will press, they're better, they pass the ball better. Like, you can't get to them. So it might look like for the Arsenal supporters that, that the boys weren't doing their best, but they were. The, the fact of the matter is that they just weren't good enough compared to a very good city. And it's really interesting when you Liverpool fans talk about how club this, club that. But when you realise that you're the only team that could come close to a city team or beat them, you have to give yourself props because other teams can't. So it made me just realise how far we are as a, as, as a team. But also appreciate the the... The, the, I guess the the good things which I saw was like Saka standing up playing well. Um, Aubameyang is what it is. He we bought him as a goal scorer, so he's not going to come back and do defensive work. So, and all in all, it it was expected. Yes, the 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 scoreline flattered us, but the fact of the matter is we're not there yet. And Sunday showed us that we're not there to City's level. And well, and I think can we talk about Young. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna it's do that. I'm just gonna man. do that, press. But I want to go to Strizza for this, as a from Thank the fellow, fellow strikers union. Um, I don't know if you watched the game yesterday, but obviously against Leeds, it looked like Obama Yang has found his goal-scoring touch again after his hat trick. Yet last night he caught a frustrating figure for the Arsenal fans and lost most, if not all, of his battles against John Stones. Is he well and truly finished? Boy, it's looking like it, isn't it? I mean. A lot of men were gassing about his hatchery <laughs> against the newly promoted Leeds last week. Yeah. Um, in the they chat. Compared, they compared him to Sir Harold, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, we're not going to get into that because Mitch, to this day, don't run his mouth about that no more. But I just, for Mitch me... Mitch here to defend himself, man. Yeah, he's not here to defend himself. So I'm not going to do that. But look, at the end of the day, Aubameyang's not finished, isn't he? He's a world-class striker. And if you give him a chance, more often than not, he put it in the back of the net. However... What I'm noticing is a lack of application. This is your captain. This is your leader. This is the man you go to for inspiration. And he doesn't look like he's he's up for it. I'm seeing more from a 19-year-old Bukayo Saka than I'm seeing from a, a seasoned vet in, in Aubameyang. And I think that's and concerning. that's attitude, man. That's all attitude. Yeah. And for me, it's not always about ability. I think Jake mentioned earlier about Mason Mount. Sometimes you just want to see that effort, that pressing, that work ethic. For me, it was 11 men that were beaten yesterday before they even got onto the pitch, before the whistle was blown. And it's not good enough. I experienced the same thing last week when we played against City. And look, City are the best team in the league and they're going to win the league. But you still want to see application. So you know what, man? he's got to take a harsh look at himself and, um, and say, do mm. I want to be at this club? Do I, do I want to be captain of this club? Um, I'm not, you know what? When I, when I look at Yang, like my, my thing isn't necessarily application. Like for me, I feel like at times he looks like a deer in headlights and I'm actually seeing like issues with his limitations more than application. Like I just feel as if he's an extremely one dimensional striker. Like he can't play with his back to goal really. Like he's not that great in the air. 
and he's he's got he's got decent enough movement, but unfortunately, he's in an Arsenal team that we don't have a, a single player in the squad really that can consistently put through a final ball. So that literally leaves him to be a fox in the box. But we're yeah. not the crosses don't really don't really reach him. Nah, that, that. He doesn't always get in the box. Man, I'm, Most, I think I'm that's so exactly. sick of Arsenal, man. Honestly. So, so you can't really blame Soriman. You can't really blame Oba because clearly we yeah. know we know what he can bring, and we're not playing to strengths. Yeah, so, Shalom. That's yeah. what I was just gonna say. Like, if obviously I'm not happy with how he's playing, but I'll have to try to defend my captain. And um, it is a case of he's not getting the ball enough, and it's going to be hard against Man City. Um, it's not like so go and get the ball. Sack up. These are excuses, oh, sorry, Muna. These this, are excuses, this, though. But like, no, no, no. You need to, you need to get the ball. You need to make things happen. Yeah, Brother, you can see. It's Man to City, extent. man. It's going to be hard, regardless. No, but, Fam, but they're the just team. another level to us. But that Munya, Munya, Robbie was talking about this earlier on. That the, that's, oh, that's don't the, mention the Arsenal fan team. No, no. Guys. But listen to this. No, listen to this because what he's saying is kind of true. That as Arsenal, not, not even just the fans, but the players, when they go into this game, they start to believe that um, you know, oh, we're gonna lose anyway. So the mentality is already is already done. B- b- I backed us in all predictions. I backed us because regardless, I, I, I know, I know you did. But I'm saying uh, the mood around the whole club. Is oh yeah, what today's gonna be three nil? Like eh, that's how everyone and that's how yeah. the players. No, are, that's what you said. I, 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 I do agree with Tabs though. I think oh, the, did, the, did, le- did the level not... of um, responsibility now as Arsenal players has dropped massively in recent massively. times. Like, I think if you look at the table and you see that Arsenal are where they are, I feel like it's, there's no acts anymore. There's no like raw. What actually like look like it's almost yeah. like yeah, it's it's normal that level. Is, that's, our level. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Where Isn't that scary are? for you, man? Like. But you know what it's for me though. Like, let's, take away, let's take away Obama Yang. For me, my biggest pet peeve or annoyance was Arteta's decision making with the two centre backs. I'm sorry, you can ask a Sunday League footballer, sorry, manager. You don't suddenly change your two centre backs against the best, best team in the league. All of a yeah. sudden, Rob Holden and Mari. When I don't remember the last time they one played and two played together, regardless of what people say about Louise and Gabriel. They were playing the last games. You play people. Oh, man. That's what made me think he threw the game, man. It's almost it like don't he make sense. the game was done. You don't drop, you drop your two centre-backs against a Sheffield United at West Brom. Teams that won't cause you problems. And then the goal we concede. Raheem Sterling is five foot seven. And yeah. he's getting beaten. Yeah, Rob Holden, who's six foot whatever, is getting beaten. Fuck out of here, man. We have issues uh, coming out. Yeah, it is, man. We're uh, keeping it one hundred. But do you got do you do you man take um heart from like the fact that it, like, it was only one nil? Like, cause I take no heart from that game. We were Steven, horrible. This is what I was highlighting. That yeah, no, the tablet. Yeah, I hear you. I we hear go you. into this game, yeah, and the reason, yeah, after two minutes, their man score is not because they were playing sick after that two minutes. No, was because already in these boys' heads, in these, we've lost the game. Yeah, we've lost the game, and you can't yeah. go into it. You can't go into so the... So who's, who's to blame for that? Well, well, I think it's very interesting to look at what Pep said after the game. He said, once Arsenal can sort out and get new players, better players, they will challenge the league. And it's very, very obvious. But Clearly... Oh, Shalom, just said that question. No. Yeah, no, not, this is not that, by the way. And obviously, before we move on, I've got a question because I'm just talking about in general. Don't you lot feel like you're just you're settling for, for, for mediocrity at the moment. 100%. Like, okay. Even with your manager signing, when you think about it, you, you signed a manager that was not proven and, and and it was basically off the back of him doing good things with as number two. Like, as Arsenal, that, 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 don't you find I'll, that? I'll tell mad? you now, as Arsenal fans, a lot of people did not want Arteta. As yeah, no, okay. no, I agree, but I'm saying, don't you think you're just settling okay. for mediocrity at the okay. moment? Okay, who do settle for what we can get? Who should we get? Jose Mourinho? No, you see, I'm not saying... Who no, like, no, 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 no. I just answered. The thing is, who... That, to, to, like, Shalom kind of answered it. I said to you, who should we get? Shalom then goes to Jose Mourinho. Like, we're settling for who, what we can get. Unfortunately, this is what we can get. And and really and truly, I don't think it's a, a Teta's fault per se. No, I'm not saying it like, is, but I'm saying it's like... Surely like, okay. a, a team like Arsenal, there's more prestige you could go what? go out and get. I hear, I, you know what? I, I hear that, but I, can can we just take some kind of some perspective here? Look at what Arteta and Arsenal are doing. 
right? That we're, we're slowly getting there. But the fact of the matter is we just don't have that team to compete with City. They're not good if, enough. And if we, if we had, for example, if we had a Porte in that midfield, that game might might have been different. Bro, but Shalom, in I'm that sorry. United game, you said you, you, you saw good things, bro. You, you saw the tide changing. And, 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 and wait, wait. West, West Ham are fourth in the league. Exactly. Everton. Okay, I don't... I, uh, come on, you can't... Let me just say something really quickly. Like, you can't be using West Ham. West Ham is a type of team. Let me explain why. Bro, if we do play for play, we have got better players. Let me explain why. Go ahead, go ahead. I hear excuses all the time. And I... I don't want to hear it. I don't make excuses for Tottenham. So when I hear excuses made for Arsenal, does that make sense? But who's At the end of the day, excuse? no, but because yeah, you, there's no way you should compete with Man City. It's the, okay, I hear that. That's, but yeah, it's not, yeah, not yesterday was the problem. That. But I've we're already talking, I, we're talking I, I, about I, 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 we're talking about you lot are struggling, yeah. yeah, to even compete with Europe, and it's like oh, it's not Arteta's fault. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But the same but, players, yeah, played against City last season in the FA Cup and beat them. Yeah, so that, there's got to be some responsibility yeah, sometimes. But listen to this, uh, Strides, yeah? You mentioned the game last season with City or whatever, but Arteta did speak in those games and say, listen, just because we beat these guys today, we're still miles off these guys. Do you understand? I, are you trying to say that? Because we beat City in the semi-final, we should be winning the league? No, I didn't oh, say that. What I'm trying to say is... Just, Carvin, just, just a little bit of perspective. Look at who we had in the midfield against City. We had Neni and Jacker. Come on, that, you know, you're not winning. You're not winning. Yeah. Any, you're not winning a game against City with those those two midfielders. Come on, let's move, man. Let's move. Let's move. All right, so tabs. Um, you got a return leg versus Benfica this Thursday, um, and then an away game v Leicester. How do you fancy your chances in those games? Um, to be honest, man, uh, I'd say right now um, against Leicester, I, I don't. I, I'm not even expecting anything away. They're in good form. And yeah, we just look all over the place. Um, Benfica, though, I expect I expect the boys to turn up because we were the better team in the first leg. You could see that. Um, so hopefully now, you know, we just take our chances and 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 finish them off. Uh, oh. Contrasting yeah. views with Munya there, who doesn't believe, but what? yeah, Munya, Munya, Munya is not that hopeful. But let's move, man. Let's move. Let's move to the only team that collected three points amongst us. Um, after drawing 1-0 with West Brom United, went back to winning ways in the Europa and also last night at home v Newcastle. They ran out comfy winners in the end after a nervy first 45. Uh, press. So obviously, this was a much-needed three points for you guys in regards to your quest for top four. And maybe small, small for the title. Um, we'll see. But how did you find your overall performance um, in this new in this game v Newcastle? Yeah, as you say, we we ran out comfy winners. But I think all in all, I wasn't I wasn't happy with the performance, man. I can't lie to you. I feel like um, this is a familiar pattern uh, in our games uh, where we start slowly, um, we try to build from the back, um, but we we just don't have the the players uh, in our back four to be able to to execute that well. Um, gave gave the ball away casually in our own half on multiple occasions, leading to uh, Newcastle chances. And um, yeah, it was, uh, I wasn't, you know, based on the run of play, I wasn't shocked that Newcastle got their goal. Uh, so, you know, generally speaking, the performance for me um, wasn't wasn't a great performance, but we, we got the goals, we did enough and we had the the individual moments for us to um to to win. Uh, yeah, I think <clears throat> Newcastle didn't, you know, after we got our sort of second goal in the second half uh, via Dan James, they didn't really offer much else. I think the fact that Newcastle are as bad as they are uh did help us to 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 pull away. Uh, but generally generally speaking, you know, against better opposition where we start so slowly and we just we we just look foolish at the back. Um, the better teams will punish us. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the three points. Another game where we're papering over the cracks. Uh, but yeah, happy with the three points, man. Friends, just, uh, just a question. I watched United yesterday and it gave me the same vibes, which it feels like I've been saying for like the last three years of United are like three players short of truly challenging. I look at that team and mm -hmm. I'm like, right, they need another centre-half, at least mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. They need a number six who mm -hmm. can play and who you can trust to lend the ball and mm -hmm. dictate. 
Then you need a number nine. Everything yeah. around that, it looks okay a spine, now. A spine, you, a spine basically. <laughs> yeah. Like your fullbacks, I'll give AWB. He looks miles better than he did last season. He looks mm. good. Shaw is a completely different player to over the last three, four years. Solid, Rashford man. on form looks mm-hmm. brilliant. Dan James is Dan James, but you know what it is. He, he did well, but you, you can get by with him as a rotational winger. But it's mm. almost that a killer nine. Like yesterday, you just look lackluster in in the middle of the park. You can't go into big games realistically with what is it, McFred? That's great. This 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 sorry, Andy. This McFred thing, I'm not an advocate of it at all. Um, I feel like it just it shows how void of ideas we are in that in that part of the pitch when we play both of them. Um, You know, I mean, you get uh, McTominay that gets forward and he's, he's got uh, like seven goals in all competitions this season. However, in terms of like from a progressing the ball perspective from from deep areas, like say uh, the centre-back gives it to Fred or the centre-back gives it to McTominay, are they looking forward to then, you know, hit the flanks or maybe break the lines to find um, Bruno in the holes or, or, or at the attacking players? You know, it, 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 you, you struggle. Like this is where... A player like, you know, obviously he's his time in, in the Premier League hasn't been great so far, but a player like Thiago, right, that can that can do that from deep positions, um, but also cover the spaces as as a six should. Um that that's the kind like a, for me, Declan Rice is I've I've had enough uh, good things to say about him. He's a great ball recoverer. Um technically he's good on the ball and he can progress the ball as well. So for me, a Declan Rice in the DM position who who can show that he can he can look after that part of um, that part of the midfield on his own, whilst the the other uh, the other eights go and do what they need to do. That's the kind of player I feel we need. Yeah, I mean, if there's one guy that I know that's not really bought into the um, Anthony Martial hype, then it's Toast. Um, he started last night in the front three with Rashford and Daniel James both these guys scored but Marshall himself seemed to you know struggle to find the net four goals in 20 appearances in the league Hmm. Toast uh, what should happen with this guy in the summer hey man like my boy Shalom said it best in it man it may be time to cut our losses in it like we did have this discussion and certain man thought he was like shrouded in agenda but I think we have to face the facts that this is comfortably like been Marshall's worst um, season output wise. Anyway, I mean, like I can't knock his application. He does. He does still seem to be working fairly hard in games, but in terms of like the does goal he, returns, well, the time, did you see him last night? I didn't. I didn't actually watch the game last night. No, uh. but I mean, pr- previous games at least. I mean, he's obviously been. He's, he's not. He's not been horrible, but I mean, he doesn't look like he's going to score in it, man. I mean. You know where I stand on Marshall, frankly, in it, man. I mean, he wouldn't even get into the Arsenal side at this point, man. So. Oh, shut up. Nibble. <laughs> 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 Thank you for playing. Hey, Char, Char. Yes, yes. But he's talk, not wrong, talk to me, man, about your number nine, bro. Yeah, yeah man. Uh... Do you echo Tosin's sentiments or? But Prez, on what basis, though? Because Laka's outscoring him. So, how, how's bro, he getting into he, the Arsenal he's team? He's getting into that team, man. Let's, <laughs> but let's not, let's not, not get into that. Andy. I'm sorry, but, but on what basis, though? On vibes, on vibes and gloves. Okay. Come on, G. Yo, yo, let, let Char land, man. <laughs> All right, go on, Char. <laughs> nah, I think I'm like. I remember when I spoke, I think earlier in the year, I think before the season started, I think I was having a conversation with Kenner and um, Prez about wanting to see more from Marshall, even though his numbers were good last season. And to an extent, I agreed, I think it was Kenner especially, I agreed that in terms, if you looked at it from the beginning of the season, you would have said, yeah, you would have taken, I think, was it 23 goals he scored last season? Um, However, when you watch Marshall, you always are left feeling like he can do more. And I feel like it's just it's just more and more glaring as the season goes off. Obviously, United as a whole, off off attacking players other than Bruno, probably you, you're always left with that feeling. Isn't it? However, people like Rashford contribute with assists, even though and even if he's thinking up the players, he will still contribute with an assist. Um, Greenwood, he he's he, he's in the making, um, so I don't I don't judge him as harshly as I do Martial. Um, but let's let's not actually forget we signed Martial fifty mil. Yeah, I think it's been five, six seasons now. Like, this isn't this isn't a 
oh yeah, he can get better next year. Even though he's still young, yes, but it's not a project anymore. It's like a bro, you wanted to be number nine. You literally got upset when you wanted when you um when they, we gave um Lukaku the number nine or oh, no, it was a slat and the number nine. Um mm-hmm. and we and we took the, we, we gave him the number eleven. We've given you the number nine. Ole showing that he has got trust and faith in you. The last season you like, last season I can't lie, you delivered, but as a team we didn't deliver. So we need you more than ever what now. And I feel like he's just becoming a passenger within the team in it. So if we cut ties as of summer, I would I'd always be left thinking, oh, he's gonna go away and rip somewhere else. However, I do think there's better number nines out there in the world. Do you know, do you know, the horrible part for me is I look at the market now and it's so tough to get a, a good a nine. young at, at the right age. It's Correct. so, so tough. Correct. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But is it, are you trying to tell me we can't find a striker that can score more than like seven goals? It's not even, I, I don't think, remember what I told you in the summer about you shouldn't expect more from Martial because that's as good as he's going to get. That's why I kept saying, I was like, you, I don't know why you're expecting more because twenty was it twenty three goals? That's Hold on, let's good. let's say let's say let's say from um. Let's I say really want to hear Prez on this one. His defender over here, Prez, because obviously, like your your fellow United fan is 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 done with him basically from from what it sounds like. But what, hear, how, I, how are you looking at it? Yeah, I hear I hear you know the opinions that people have on you know Martial and and all you can really look at is. Uh, you know, his performances within games and his current output sitting at four goals in the Premier League. And, you know, no matter what, which way you look at it, it isn't good enough. It, it really isn't good enough, especially on the back of uh, the season that he had um, previous, previous, uh, previously. You'd think that he would um, kick on, you know, you, we'd see uh, a Martial that's kind of taken his game to the next level. Um, unfortunately, we we haven't seen that. Um, he he's been given ample opportunities to show, um, you know, to show his worth and to show that he can do it. Uh, however, he's not taking them opportunities. I feel like looking at him, I do get very frustrated watching watching him uh, playing. You know, he he's got this uh, sluggish demeanor. Um, you know, he's not really busting busting the gut to get into good positions in the box as uh, a good number nine should. Um, so yeah, I am. You know, I haven't totally given up on him, but I am sort of questioning what the next step is for Martial. Um, yeah, you know, whether it's, you know, I still think he has a part to play in this squad, but whether I don't think um, that number nine position, he's he's done enough to make it his own. So I feel like there will be question marks come summer as to you know whether we we get in the window um, for a new number nine or. You know, we stick with him. I think is is a big question mark. You know what? You know what, Prez? Like for me, obviously, like I'd say United are comfortably like the second best team in the league, and obviously, like City, there's. I mean, it's not over. Obviously, there's a chance that that they could um, City could run away with it, but obviously, United still have a chance. To, obviously, if they if they go on a great run, I feel as if like like Rashford's playing fairly well. Obviously, like Bruno Starboy, but I feel as if like you need a third piece to yeah. um, to challenge City. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Bruno's not always going to have it. Rashford's not always going to have it. And Martial, has, there's not, I've not seen a game where, you know what, it's been Martial's turn, if that makes sense. Mm. So for me, it's, he's almost been like a hindrance because Cavani has been putting up the numbers and getting the goals when he's got the opportunity to play. And yeah, I'm, I'm just not seeing that for Martial, man. So Look, if you ask any of my United um, supporter yeah. We scored the most goals in the league, and I still don't feel like we're, we're, we're a team of shooters. I generally don't. I don't watch us thinking, even though I think there's a stat we've scored three goals in the 16 games this season. I just I, I don't watch our front three or our front other than Bruno and think, yeah, we're gonna bag like don't like Donny's gonna bag this season. I think once we can get that, and if that is in the form of a 30 number nine or Marshall um, steps up to the to, to, to the freight, then then I think we, we'll be able to get closer to the city. But if we don't sort that out alongside, obviously, our other problems, then it's a sticky still. I, uh, I, sorry, just one more thing. I still don't, just a short point, I still don't think that we create enough. I mean, obviously, Bruno has put up a ridiculous amount of assists and uh, got goals, but I still don't think that, and this goes back to the point about McFred, I still don't think we create enough in central areas. Yeah. So even if we did get like a... um. Uh, a certain number nine from I don't know where he's going to come from, but would would this problem change? That's the question. Yeah, it's hindsight thing, and I guess it, look, it's a good problem to have in it because 
we score goals. Like, do you yeah. not remember when we were um, when we were looking at um, Jose and we couldn't score more than two goals a game? And yeah. now we're, yeah. we're talking about scoring three goals in 16 games. So, like, it's a good problem to have. But to get to the next level where we're aspiring to be, we just need to, to make that step up in it. All right, cool. So, um, obviously, you got the return leg v Royal Sociedad on Thursday. And then you got Chelsea. Um, press or char? What, what we what are we predicting? Um, uh, yeah, so I said that I think it should take care of itself. If we go and bottle that, then I'm I'm not watching United again this season. Facts. Um, <laughs> and on my part, we, when it comes to Chelsea, we've got a decent record at Stamford Bridge in the last couple of seasons. Um, I don't I haven't watched Chelsea under Tuchel thinking, um, well they're like going to blow us away. I think it'll be a tight game. I see it being. A, a, a goal either way um, but yeah I, I'm going into that game other than City I'm going into every game this season thinking there's a chance that we can get a result in it but um, on the flip side there's a chance that we can lose too so so yeah vibes FC man calm say no more alright man it's about that time let's head over to the bar who's got who's got any shots I got a shot man I got a shot man I just need to take another shot for for the best player in the league, Bruno Fernandez, man. Let's 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 talk it as it is, bro. Like, if anyone were doing the numbers that this Donny was doing in the Premier League, he'd be that they they automatically be the best player in in the league, regardless. Like, regardless, and that Donny is taking the number ten role slash the midfield role to to another dimension, and and I think he's just going for even when he's playing poorly, which I think he did like yesterday he's still coming up with the goods in it and it's not stat padding. It, it can't be stat padding when he's winning us games, isn't it? Um so yeah, big shot to to to, to the boy Bruno May. Long may it continue even though he's only gonna be at our club for three seasons. Yeah, I got I got a shot still. I got I got a shot for the Arsenal board man. Like I'm just so disgusted and disheartened by the football that, that I'm seeing man. I mean like it's it's very easy to to be like emotional about it and say oh we beat Leeds four two last week, all of that. But I'm, I'm looking down the fixture list. I'm looking at past results. Like, we've not... We've, man, some of our best results this season have come against some some pretty poor sides. Some of our best performances have come against teams that it's, it's really nothing to write home about. Like, the whole squad needs an overhaul, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, right now, from the starting 11 against City, I'd only keep Saka and Tierney. Like, I'm, I'm happy to see the rest of the team go, man. And this summer, if the board don't want us to become the next... Leeds United who left the Premier League or just fell off the face of the earth the next Newcastle something has to give man I mean if they actually want to get their Arsenal back overhaul is needed we can't be giving Holdings long-term contracts anymore Holdings not going to even get us into the top four let alone get us back to winning titles again like we're we're taking one step forward two steps back like we're we're getting um, like the, the quality and the likes of Partey in and then you're playing him next to the likes of El Nenny, who won't, who won't, who refuses to make a forward pass. The likes of Shaka, who we've seen for years, is not good enough. You're pairing Holden with uh, with Mary, players that, that don't have any experience in Premier League games. Like the whole thing is a mess. Like I don't even enjoy. I don't even get up for watching the games anymore, man. Like something has to give, man. Like the squad is just horrific. <laughs> Big shot. Yeah, yeah Big go shot. shot. I got a shot. I kind of alluded to it earlier, but I want to give a shot to Jurgen Klopp. Um, seeing the City game, it made me realise that there was only one one club that, that literally put City in their place, and that was Liverpool. And I don't think without Jurgen Klopp, City would have just run this, this league ragged, seeing the quality they've they've shown. So big, big shot to Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp for doing that. And I'm and I'm on, and I'm without asking, sending another shot to Kenozo. And he should take a big, big gulp of that shot. <laughs> remember, remember. I've, I've, I've got one, man. Um, just a quick one for a United young back, uh, United young buck, um, Shola Shoritiri, Nigerian. Uh, Nigerian born. Um, maybe. <laughs> United fans are saying short tire, you know. <laughs> nah, that's not correct. He's a Niger boy. Next up, Star Boy. Watch the things, you know. Oh. <laughs> nah, he's, he's, I, I'm not. I'm not going to say that. But I just think like it's, it's a good thing that um you know we're we're bringing the youth through 17 years of of age. Great experience for him, and uh, hopefully he kicks on at the club, man. Big up, Shola. 
big up. Yeah, big up. Yeah, I got one, one quick. Oh. Yeah, go on, go on, go on. Line him up. Yeah, mm-hmm. line him. Nah, firstly, I want to say I actually thought man's name was Shortire, so thanks for that, Prez. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my shot is for, is for someone good. I've been critical of, Gareth Bell. Um, the last couple of games, Europa League, getting a golden assist and then obviously getting an assist yesterday against West Ham. He's starting to look a little bit better. Maybe it's match sharpness, I'm not sure, but I'm hoping it can continue now. Um, I hope he gets a run of games um, and he can start to maybe pay back some of the faith that has been lost, certainly by me, uh, but maybe it's been kept by a few other fans. So yeah, short for Gareth Bell, hopefully his form can continue because he looked a lot better yesterday. Mm. Last one. Yo, bartender, grab me your finest 1942, lining them up for Drew. Line them up for Shalom. We're taking a shot for my doggy. 18 points clear in the SBL, man. Gerard, my manager. Oh, what the hell? Let's oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out Gerard, though. He's doing bits. But tell him to relax, man. Anyways, um, remember to follow us on our socials, Varbar Podcast on Twitter and Varbar Pod on Instagram. Every Friday, we are on Clubhouse discussing various topics. Last week, we discussed the difference between a star boy and a generational talent. This week, um, I've decided we will discuss Jose Mourinho and his various stints across Europe in his colourful career so far. That's this Friday. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to rate us a five-star and to comment. My name is Rapping Drew. We are the VBP boys and we out. Peace. 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 Peace.